Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Mr. Pius Raj, uh, who is the co-founder of Bridge and Tech, uh, which is solving IT team augmentation challenges through trust-based hiring. Hi Pius, welcome to ELI. Hi, I'm very, very happy to have joined this uh, program with you, Priya. And thank you for hosting me today. I would uh, request you to introduce yourself to our audience, please. Yeah, for those who are uninitiated, I am Piyush Rajakhari and I am the co-founder of Brigentech. Brigentech is a startup which came into existence in 2017, which was sitting in my head since 2015. Okay. And uh, in the last four years, we have uh, scaled our business from scratch to uh, revenues of more than $2 million. Mm -hmm. And we are actively focusing on trust-based hiring, especially in the post-pandemic world, where people are leaving left, right and center and changing and switching jobs. Mm. How and what should the employers do to become better employers? And what and how should the employees behave to become better employees to get recognition, growth, and, and mutual growth for, for their overall career? Mm -hmm. So with that model, we have initiated and we have worked and we are headquartered in Paris. We are having offices in Rotterdam. We are having offices in Sao Paulo. Mm -hmm. And uh, our entire delivery happens from India in Hyderabad. And I am right now speaking to you from Hyderabad, where I am located since the pandemic times. Okay. Uh, yeah. To set the context, can you help us understand what is trust-based hiring? Well, I think the biggest challenge what the employers and the employee face is that once they are switching a job, they do, just don't know what to expect on the other side. Mm -hmm. The employer may be having a great interview with the employee. Right. And he might be thinking that, okay, fine, I've made a perfect hire. Mm -hmm. And then he gets the guy, the guy comes on board and he realizes this is the biggest pain I have seen in my life. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't want that in, in it at all. Okay. And the same thing can happen also to the employee, right? He may have an amazing interview, amazing information about the company before he has joined. And then if he gets to see this is not helping, then this is not helping, right? Mm -hmm. So in our model, basically, what we ensure is that the employers are hiring not only great individuals mm -hmm. and great skill sets, but they're actually looking for people who grow together. Okay. So having said that, we have devised a methodology, which is uh, called a 5F philosophy. Mm -hmm. uh, this is our own framework, which basically helps in figuring out five different things. That mm -hmm. is focus, fit, filter, find, and flex. Mm -hmm using these five different methodologies and how to look for guys who are not only active, but also passively looking out for a change, actually giving enough time for the employee and employer to work together on something just as, a, as, a, as like a hobby or something in the mm -hmm. beginning. And then eventually making sure that they are getting pre-weighted candidates who have given thorough interviews over proper video recordings and, and who have given proper assignments to deliver on. Mm -hmm. And based on that, we give them a far better filtration to choose from. Okay. So an uh, employer will end up interviewing not more than four candidates from our side. Mm. And he will have the similar results what he would be having from 20 different resumes sourced from 20 different portals. Mm -hmm. We do the half of the journey for them. We share the risk with them. We share the commitment. We share the delivery model if it is a contract to hire model. Mm -hmm. And for that, we basically are calling it trust-based hiring. Because trust is the most important part on this one. If you believe that the company might be good, then give it a try. If you believe that the employee might be good, then give it a try for a certain period, mm -hmm. enter into a contract. And if everything goes right, then after a certain period of time, you both can just live and happily 
live each other. It, it's more like a shadi.com for for recruitment. You can think of it that way. Okay. But we are giving enough time to date. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, one one big question here. So lately we have been seeing a um, lot of attrition, especially in the IT team, uh, in in the segment in which you are working. Uh, so can you tell us what is the core reason behind uh, so much, you know, uh, transition from one role to another, candidates being very, very versatile and, you know, uh, what what is the right term? Uh, they're just changing very frequently. What is the core reason behind it? Core reason behind it is very, very simple. There are three big factors. Suddenly, the digital acceleration has happened. People realized in the pandemic stage, the organizations realized that it is not going to help if we don't make things easy for remote. If we don't actually go and become more and more digital with time, and we need to get the pace faster because we are more reliant on people working from different situations, different environments. Mm-hmm. So all the technology has to change. There is a huge amount of digital transformation which is already pending for the growth, worldwide technology growth. And the third part was that the remote workplace management actually made things easier. Mm. So because of that, now everybody once they're at their home and they're sitting and they're realizing that there is uh, there are two options when I'm not working, right? I can go ahead and watch Netflix. I can spend time with my family mm. or I can figure out and maybe look out for something which I actually like to do. Mm. And when there are plenty of opportunities, then there, there are going to be plenty of applicants, right? Right. And that is what has exactly caused the great resignation. That's exactly what is happening here. So in that sense, all the guys who are just running away, they are, some of them are not even running away for salaries. Mm. Some of them are already getting so much good hikes that they have never thought of this because there is suddenly a huge scarcity for certain technology domains. Mm-hmm. And, and having said that, because of this movement towards cloud and transition of everything and all services towards cloud, this, this overall productivity of, of, of a software development process itself has gone up. Okay. So all the reasons point to one thing, right? I mean, the increasing, un, unassumingly increasing demand, what we are looking at is something which is not going to stop for at least next one, one and a half year, mm-hmm. provided that the recession doesn't come this year. Okay. Okay. And because of that surge, you can clearly be uh, assuming that the salaries are going to be going up by almost 100% for mm. the guys who are actually performing well, and at least 50% for the guys who are even survivable. So that's a good times for, for IT employees and not so great times for IT employers. Mm. You spoke about uh, remote hiring, and uh, I think there there has been a lot of hype around. Uh, you know, some some uh, people are just uh, pro remote, and some people are just pro office model. And uh, you know, there has been a tussle uh, between the employers and employees as well. Some employers want their employees to come to office, and some employees are just giving remote work as one of the benefits uh, uh, of the whole employment package. Uh, so can you tell us what is your view on uh, remote work and what is the future? Do you see the entire industry moving 100% remote or how do you see the future? I don't think that it will be a proper binary answer. It will not never be a zero or one. Mm-hmm. There has to be all the shades of grey on this one because some organizations already trusted their people. Some mm-hmm. organizations already had the policy that if you want to take a work from home for something serious, if there is something which is more pressing at home, you can work from home. Mm-hmm. And there are good examples there, right? There are companies like Oracle who have already had this policy working for them. Salesforce had this policy working for them. 
mm-hmm. but then there were these guys and we have had this inherent indian culture that that the boss is the god and the employee is the subservient servant mm. and that had to change i mean if you cannot trust your employees then why hire them mm. why mm. exactly do you require a person to sit in your room in front of you do exactly what you ask him to do especially for a job which is not requiring a dictation like that mm. they are not mm. building bricks for you right they are not building uh, they are not building uh, manufacturing items right so that they have to be in office it's a digital product and if they are able to communicate it is fine but again talking from the employer side of things if you see then some of the employees have really taken very bad advantage of that fact as well mm-hmm. right some of them are not only doing moon shining they are really not being productive they are giving unrealistic timelines of delivery they are mm-hmm. committing for 5 days and finishing it in 15 days they mm-hmm. are they are canceling uh, meetings because of uh, citing uh, sick sickness reasons and they are doing it in three times a day to three different managers and and there have been cases we have been hearing so we are members to hic we are members to nascom and we keep having these discussions that okay this is a big problem to deal with so mm-hmm. while the employers need to change their mentality of having more trust in the employees by actually giving it a try mm-hmm. and the employees also need to understand that if they have gotten an opportunity to get this much flexibility they need to respect and honor it Mm. and so the best place scenario for this where i see this going is that there will be a fluidity in how you can deliver your services as a employee but it will never be a permanent work from home and it will never be a permanent work from office mm. yeah. okay and if there is a necessity you can always have a few weeks or few months working from home and if there is a necessity you can always have a few weeks or few months working from office but that is entirely depending on how much trust do the employer and employee have it i'm not trying to plug in brigent tech here but trust now you understand why it is so important hmm. yeah i think uh, that is the right answer uh, to it uh, so on a um, from uh, employees point of view i understand some employees do prefer going to office and some employees do prefer the remote mode but on a aggregator level employers have both both set up employees and uh, uh, they can either go remote or either go office model because it's not you know uh the pandemic is uh, more or less gone uh, so they can they can continue they can choose to do, go with any of these models uh, but on a very aggregate level which one do you see is more sustainable profitable and beneficial for a employer okay let me put in front of you the perspective right first side if you think of things then if the employees entirely stop going to office the entire infrastructure of having offices in large in the large cities will be gone now what mm-hmm. is the point of paying lakhs and crores of rupees for a particular office space where people are not visiting mm-hmm. if that is not happening how are you going to deal with the taxi operators and the cab operators who are actually getting paid because of that their revenue is gone mm-hmm. so entire work from home is actually very bad for the economy as well right mm-hmm. you need to keep things churning right if you cannot stop everything and suddenly you cannot demolish the buildings and you cannot sell off the cars Hmm. you cannot make uh, you you have to also think of people the cleaning staff you have to think of the security staff and everybody who has to be let gone if the offices closed down permanently hmm. so that is definitely not a solution but I, on the other hand if the companies also start to realize that we can have some small satellite centers across cities where my guys are working hmm. then it can be a great model of holistic growth for the economy right hmm. that is where i see that some of the companies are actively considering it 
and some of the companies are uh, these are going to be the companies who are going to really benefit Mm. The companies who completely go by the I will, you have to come to office or you have to die a painful death, they will be seeing the, t- the tough part here. Because take an example, uh, mm. Baiju's uh, White Hat Junior, uh, it was acquired by them. Mm. Uh, I recently was reading in the news that 800 employees have quit because they were forced to go back to office. Okay. And 800 is not a small number. Mm. For the simple reason, they were all getting paid well. I know the salaries, the ranges. Uh, from the market market standards and 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 whiter junior is a top pair but still mm-hmm. if people are quitting it means that they have got some better alternatives right available to them now and the market is also supporting it yeah and and they are all good employees i, I presume who quit absolutely they're they're all good employees and they're all great employees and most of them if they would have quit not everybody goes out of emotion they must have mm-hmm. gotten a better better absolutely. offer they must have gotten an offer of staying back at home and working Absolutely. Uh, now, um, let's come back to the uh, problem and solution side of your venture. Uh, so you mentioned about the framework of five uh, components. So can you can you please, uh, you know, elaborate a little further? What is the framework? Uh, and how do you evaluate a candidate on um, various uh, parameters? This is what I call as a 5F philosophy. It's a strategy framework we worked on in hiring that employees and employers cannot be just looking into each other through just the series and they cannot be judging each other just on the basis of interviews Mm -hmm. so when you are searching for an employer because our client is the employer right Mm -hmm. the resource is somebody who we are finding for them so when thinking for that from that perspective we focused on these five f's Mm -hmm. the first f is focus the focus is that you should not only figure out on how do I fill this position? But you should be figuring out on that. What is the career path and progression path for this particular role? Mm-hmm. So that is about short-term sustainability and long-term focus. Mm-hmm. Then comes the second F, which is about finding. F, find. Now, when you are finding, then you don't only need to actively look for people who are available to join within 15 days or you, people who are available to join, uh, who are actively looking out for a change or who are serving notice period mm-hmm. or... You should always look for passive candidates. You should always look for people who are more relevant to you from the industry perspective, more relevant to you from the interest perspective as well. And these people, not all of them have updated their resumes on Nokri.com and Monster.com. These guys are available on social media and and these guys are available on GitHub. They are available on Stack Overflow. And you have to see that if they are great developers, then what exactly have they achieved? What exactly have they done great? Now, not um, all companies can see through it. I understand that. But thanks to our in-house technology, we are able to go through that and figure out that this is the overall profile of the person we are looking for. So finding the right and relevant candidates is the second aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Third one is about the filtration part. Now, in the industry, the unfortunate reality is that there are many bogus resumes coming in. Mm. There are many fake candidates giving in for interviews. There are people as if like I am speaking to you, right? There will be somebody speaking in the behind through mm. a video conferencing module and you will feel and the other person will be lip syncing and the interview will happen like that. And mm. we have had instances of such kind of interviews. And that is something where you need to have a very excellent filtration strategy where you are able to do the assessment correctly, where you are able to do the remote interviews correctly, where you are able to actually do the coordination end to end to decide if the guy really meets the standards of what the organization is. So mm-hmm. understand to the depth of what is right and requirement for the organization to have 
and understand to the depth of what is the real personality of the person you should be living for mm-hmm. so right filtration is the third element okay the fourth one talks about the fitment model sometimes the guys are not thinking through the whole process of hiring and sometimes especially with our international clients they hire somebody they have him in their country and after 6 months they realize he is not a culture fit mm. i we have got some clients in germany and france and these guys are very culturally strong right they mm-hmm. have their inherent culture their inherent language and they expect the other person to move to their country and adapt to their their culture Mm. now nobody is expecting them to learn german in the first 3 months or in the first 6 months they are not expecting that but they are expecting the other person to start respecting some of the codes they believe in like coming to office on time mm. right like not missing on deadlines like actually working with them as if they are a part of the team if somebody is going out for a team outing and it is by choice it is not by force then opting out every time may also look very impolite to them right yep and that is where we are talking about the right fitment so we, we don't only provide intercultural training we also help them with the language issues we we ensure that the people who are moving from india to europe or india to us through bridge tech are are given that right training so that they don't miss out on the growth path the moment they are off the grid here mm. so we give them that made your mind to build a career outside india you better do a fantastic job at it okay that is about fitment and the fixed fifth one is absolutely about flexing sometimes the guys don't want to move out as soon as the client wants sometimes the client doesn't want the guys to come soon but they want them to come in like small batches come for two months to germany come back again and after two three rounds we'll take a decision to hire you fully and these models are not available with any other client in the world right now we make that happen we make that happen like a it services company we make that happen like a it recruitment company and because we are somewhere a hybrid of a IT recruitment and IT services company. Given that we provide contract to hire staff, mm-hmm. we give that flexibility, and that is why the fifth element of flex. So there are five: focus, find, filter, fit, and flex. And based on these five, basically we have built our framework, and we have built our entire product strategy around the same thing. And it is helping. It is giving very good results as well. Clients love us for that. What we do. Okay. now let's uh, go back to the day one of uh, or day zero of uh, building this venture so can you tell us how did it all start when this idea came to your head uh it happened after 6 years of failure of my last startup okay tell I us about not, uh, i am not a first time successful guy uh, when i finished my so i am a mechanical engineer with my first education mm-hmm. and i did my mba from spj in mumbai Okay. and i was living and working in germany for a while before i decided to jump into entrepreneurship i left a very well paying job okay. and uh, took that and i thought it is a great move mm. and i was only having 4 years of experience at that point of time mm. it was a not so great decision because not many people are looking out for a management consultant with 4 years of experience who mm. can talk to cxos and give them deals today i can do that maybe after 15 years i've crossed i can give it a try but definitely not when i was a four year experience guy mm. that one year i made some revenues i made significantly more than what i would have made as an employee but i had no growth plan i had no growth prospect and that failure was bound to happen okay so i closed my startup down and uh, okay. what was the startup around uh, we were into trading we were into international trading okay 
and that was somehow the idea behind actually making sure that if if goods can move then later why can't people move because people also move with sentiments right mm. we are talking about migration we are talking about immigration here we are talking about international placements and remote working mm-hmm. so then that period of 7 years when i worked across the corporate and and tried to get my feedback on the ground and when i grew through the roles uh, that idea was seeping in my head and it was sleeping every time when i sleep i i see that dream that i have to rebuild this whole thing and this time i have to be right and correct about that mm. but luckily when the second time when i was starting i was not alone my co-founder is my wife my co-founder is my best friend from france okay. and um, i had been discussing the idea with them one of them was my colleague and one of them was my wife obviously right and she came from the hr background mm. so i spoke to her and i asked her that why don't you start that i am uh, right now bringing some food in the family and you are uh, anyways a hr person who is already doing this kind of work so let me give it a proper shape and the moment we see the right time i will quit my existing job and i will jump into it mm. so it was not a momentary decision that there is a first day of happening these okay. days i have lived in hours across the years Mm-hmm. and uh, then when once i took the jump then in the last uh, last one and a half two years we have seen significant growth in the people we work with the, the number of clients the diversity of work what we do okay. and uh, yeah the the entire growth story took from there so we did not jump into it right away we took calculated risk because we come from a very middle class family where we have got our uh, our priorities right in our our head i'll say we have got also to ensure that we are putting food on the table at mm. the same time we are keeping our dreams alive mm. okay uh, curious to know what made you uh, quit your first job in the first place why why did you quit hunger hunger for growth if if you can do something better for that guy who you are working for and you can do that with all the all the happiness and all the ambition and you realize that if you would have done this for yourself it would have been significantly more rewarding mm. now this is something that doesn't happen to everybody that is exact that recall is the reason why you actually quit your first job because right. your parents always wanted you to become an engineer mera beta engineer banega mera beta mba karega mera beta badhiya corporate job pakadega कर लिया अभी अगला क्या है या सो ट्रू राइट व्हाट इज द नेक्स्ट थिंग व्हिच आई हैव टू डू नाउ अभी उनका बेटा बड़ा हो गया अभी उनके बेटे को फिगर आउट करने दो हम एंड दिस इज एग्जैक्टली वेयर वी एंटर द गेम दिस इज एग्जैक्टली वेयर यू स्टार्ट हैविंग दोस ड्रीम्स ऑफ एंटरप्रेन्योरशिप हम या बाप का बेटा सब कुछ करेगा जो उसका दिल करेगा हम एंड एंड दैट्स एग्जैक्टली वेयर वी ऑल स्टार्ट आई बिलीव यू आर फ्रॉम ओडिशा राइट यस दैट इज ट्रू आई एम योर नेबर आई एम फ्रॉम झारखंड okay awesome so uh, entrepreneurship you make it sound like a cool uh, thing to do but i'm quite sure there are a lot of uh, challenges so uh, can you speak about some of the major challenges that you have faced uh, along the way everything if you think of it that way then we have this smiling happy face because the business has worked out but that that constant fear of things not working out is what makes you grey your hair at uh, age of 36 hmm. right <laughs> and that that stress is also the reason that uh, somehow you you start losing out on your health there have been challenges we have we have seen businesses coming and growing and shrinking and we have seen clients somehow being 
sometimes unhappy because of the total external reasons that we did a fantastic job in hiring but the last moment the guys didn't show up mm. we have seen scenarios where the people we have identified turned out to be uh, two timing and working for two different organizations we have we have seen such scenarios we have seen that there was uh, not enough money to pay for the salaries and then we have seen the times when we had to also go for a personal loan immediately to fund that right mm-hmm. So, but but you always get that thing positive about that when you are working with your own family member. My wife was my partner, right? Mm-hmm. When you when she has the trust in you and you have the trust in her, I think that is the right foundation of building. And so it doesn't matter if she's a boy, wife. What matters is that I got a right co-founder. In mm-hmm. that sense, they, we have the trust with each other. We had the 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 full faith in believing what we are trying to do will work out, mm-hmm. and that kept us going. so yes there have been significant financial challenges there have been there have been times which we now when we think we shiver off but mm. then again we are sitting here in this call because all of that net sum is positive okay that brings me to my next question uh, mm-hmm. now that you have uh, achieved so much and gone this far what is the way forward what is your vision about your venture well as a organization we are now focusing more on the product side of things we are trying to build products for our clients as well as we are trying to build some very good products and equipment for ourselves okay we are not going to build something that's run of the mill what everybody else is doing we are making our entire process into a product okay and once it is launched in the market there will be enough noise you'll be hearing on so that's on the growth front we plan to acquire we plan to diversify across countries because we understand that if a guy in the us is looking forward to work with people immediately who can work in their time zone then mm. there is no harm that if you provide a guy from mexico or canada right and so outsourcing is no longer a function of just cost arbitrage it's a function of getting the right people from the right mindset in the right organizations mm. with that theory we are going very aggressively forward and this year we plan to achieve at least 150 employees we are right now at 70 and uh, and we are aggressively hiring across the rules if some of your viewers or some of your people are looking out for a good job they are free to join us and apply for a, for a, for a position okay what would you say is the meaning of entrepreneurship for you how do you define the term entrepreneur well entrepreneur is uh, slightly different from a businessman i know the words are the same but hmm. when you think of the word entrepreneur right what comes to my mind is that you saw an opportunity you saw a gap or a, or a hole in the market mm-hmm. and you tried to fix it mm-hmm. and you did it much faster than what a traditional business would have taken right mm-hmm. i will call that as long as you are building bhujia for another 60 70 years in a one particular shop and becoming great name there you may be just like haldirams but the moment you start scaling across places and you start diversifying you start the factory model in delivering bhujia mm. that is on the path so to me it is all about creating value and creating value at a faster pace it is about creating value for all the sides of the stakes uh, not only for the client but also for your people the mm. community you give back to this this batch you are seeing is a lions club batch i am i am a melvin jones fellow at lions mm. club and we do a lot back to the society Mm-hmm. we ensure that at least 5% of the profits what we are making as a business are gone back to the community in teaching uh, students uh, in in helping the underprivileged in learning 
Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. is helping you to go ahead and, and learn till class sixth or seventh or tenth or matriculate. But unfortunately, in Indian scenario, with the so much of uh, scarcity of uh, of of good opportunities for people who have not so much education, if you push them till edu- till graduation, right? You trust me, your your value addition will be significantly high. So while they let the government focus on uh, getting people trained till class tenth. we can always focus on helping some of these individuals who really deserve to go ahead and graduate and get better positions than they would have gotten if they would just matriculate absolutely yeah and that's what we work in that's what is my definition of entrepreneurship that's where i how i contribute back to the society my final question for you tell mm-hmm. us about the lessons that you have learned as an entrepreneur that we can take away and apply to our ventures as well Oh sure, I think my first uh, learning uh, from the entrepreneurship experience is don't give up so fast because uh, sometimes it may not happen as per the pace you are expecting it to be, but there is no reason for doing it. Love these are all external factors. But if you lose patience and if you lose your hope, then I think you have lost the game. Then you better play a new game, <laughs> mm. or otherwise. But but one thing which you cannot really compromise is that. if you give up then the whole idea is gone so don't give up and the second thing would be that that it is not always going to be that much glory it is going to be ups and downs mm. and uh, you have to brace for that you have to in your strategy itself you have to keep some space for failures so take calculated risks that is the best way to go for follow your heart but keep your eyes and your mind open okay that's that's what i can say from my side and this is something which i have learned out of my experiences i can go ahead and quote some random people from the internet but i don't want to do that okay uh, on this note i think we are at the end of our uh, discussion thanks for your time pius and uh, i would say my best wishes for present tech thank you so much and keep looking out for us and uh, thank you so much for hosting us on the show priya it was very nice talking to you as well likewise